Welcome, everybody, to the 79th edition of the West Coast Preps Podcast. The Warriors dynasty is back. Bay Area baseball at every level is just well, ruling the world. The Sharks could maybe make a light push for well, something, from what I'm reading. I'm not sure what that something is. but Have you watched any hockey? No, I haven't. All, all I've done is read about it. I've watched it for a couple of minutes, but every time I put it on, they've been down by three goals. So I immediately turn that off. And I put on Netflix and I watch some Narcos or something else or get back to work because, quite frankly, well, the Sharks have been irrelevant for the last couple of years and they've wasted 20 years of our lives with meaningless playoff runs that end in disappointment. You know? Remember that game that we said we were going to go to? The Game 7. Games, yeah. They, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, Greg, let's go to that. You're like, nah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we could have been at one of the greatest games of all time, but instead, no. But maybe if we went to that game, they don't win. Have we ever been to a game together where our team lost besides that Warriors game when everybody was out? Yeah, that was a terrible game. Um, that was when we almost died on the freeway, too. True. That was. I've never been so scared driving in my life. No, we were hydroplaning on 880. <laughs> and then also 580. Yep, yep. Um, have we ever been to a game that our team has lost? I mean, we went to a Giants game. I think they lost. That was a good day for me, though, because the was, Giants lost. That was not fun. Um, I remember that game actually very well. The pregame was uh, fun. Yeah, it was. Remember, do you remember that? Yeah, that was yeah. a good time there. I had a fun yeah. time there. Yeah. Um, no, not not very often. Not very often. Did we ever go to any watch party and the Warriors lost? I think one. Yes, game one against Toronto. I hate that series. That's a terrible series. Just bring up bad memories right now. But we've been to a lot of good ones too, right? True. Where the Warriors were beating the Cavs in the finals. The mom in front of us. Yes, that was. I'm a... not going to repeat what she said because it's not appropriate for some things on were, air. Some things were said about. But it's about LeBron. Yeah, some things were said about LeBron James at the watch party, and it was a fun time. And yeah, the arena gets quiet when other people yell, and things happen, and. Well, people laughed, so that's really what counts at the end of the day. Is people I were miss Warrior playoff games. Yeah, me too. It's been a while, Going and it might be, a, and it might be a while longer too. Even for the Lakers, it might be a while. I mean, they'll be in the playoffs at least. Will the Lakers? There's no way New Orleans is catching the Lakers. No, but the Lakers aren't looking good. They're fine. But I, but right now, but honestly, they would. But right now, the Lakers, at least matchup wise, right now, would be playing the Clippers first round if they're not in a playoff game. So we have Battle of LA's first round. Something we probably should have had last year, but I predicted that when it happened, GMT guarantee. Like always. But the Warriors you know, back. Do you predict the whole playoffs? Yeah, predict the whole playoffs. Go ahead. I don't know the playoff standings. So well, that's pointless then. But the war, <laughs> but didn't you say didn't you say before the podcast that the dynasty is back? Wasn't that you who proclaimed that? Yeah, Jordan Bell. Yeah, Jordan Bell is making his triumphant return. He was the MVP. Of the December 2017, early on in his rookie campaign when he was putting up some big games. And then it was a while since we've heard his name since. But now he's back in the Bay Area. Golden State, big man. They have quality bigs. I don't know about that right now. Well, James Wiseman out. No, no, no great quality bigs. They were only quality back then because they had the other four positions were outstanding. Is James Wiseman quality right now? Is he quality? Yeah. Because his plus minus stuff was bad. 
They were better together when they they were better when they weren't together on the court. You can't mm. have that. True. Can't you, have that you, in the future. You, are you just gonna start talking crap about James Wiseman again? Yeah, I is am. this what? Yeah, I am. I want Lamelo Ball. I want Lamelo Ball. No, you can want all you want. You'll be a Charlotte fan though. I will not be a Charlotte. You'll fan. probably have Steph at the end of his career for one year. No, Steph will be a Laker. Steph's not going. Once the Lakers. the Lakers flame out, here they're gonna be like, well, what do we need? Okay, you're gonna have a similar incident to when Draymond cried in the locker room, right? When Draymond cried after the 2016 Finals calling Kevin's rant. It's going to be similar here. LeBron James is going to cry calling Stephen Curry, being like, hey, you got to come here. And Stephen Curry will follow in Kevin Durant's footsteps. Do you have sources for this? No, I'm just making things up. Wow. Great journalism. I'm just predicting things. That's all I'm doing. Your predictions are trash, just like Kelly Oubre. But let's go to positive news. The Giants, the A's, both top records in their leagues. Yes, they are. And then Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Yeah, but Adam Schefter knew that already, so he just decided to break news on draft day just to break it, even though he didn't have any new sources or new news. But I love the little group chat stuff, apparently comparing his GM to Jerry Krause. Oh, yes. Brought back Last Dance memories. Oh, that was a great show. That was. It's on Netflix. I might watch it again. Are we talking about anything important right now? I think we are. Aaron Rodgers cha- could change the landscape of the NFL. He could, could come to the AFC the... West. Yeah, the Raiders still going to be trash. I'm talking about Denver. That's where he would go. Mm. Denver's still going to be trash. No, Denver would be good with him. I'm telling you, Denver would be good with him. Mm. They got good guys and even. They got weapons offensively. They're going to be good. They're still not better than Kansas City or the Chargers. They could make think. it. They're better than the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I like the Chargers roster. I, the Chargers are still going to find ways to lose. They're going to find ways to lose, but yeah. they're like they're like Monta Vista. Find ways to lose, but the roster is crazy good. Yeah, just a lot of bad luck. Yeah. The ball just does not bounce your way sometimes. You what know, the Raiders are going to make the playoffs this year. 10-7. and seven. That's weird to say. You said the Raiders are going to make the playoffs? Yeah, they're going to go 10. They got worse. They're going to get 10 wins. They 10, got worse, not better. Seven. They're going to go 10-7. and seven. I'm saying it right. I'm not even a Raider fan. I'm just saying. It. What makes you think the Raiders are going to the playoffs? Had got this feeling right now. And why do you have this feeling? There's got to be something. I just, you know, sometimes you just have that gut feeling, and it's in there, and that's just what popped up. Is it that Raiders pass rush that gets you really excited? That's do they secondary? have a pass rush? Yeah, they get to the quarterback three times a year. <laughs> they could use a Dominic Oliver on their team, probably. He's Dominic probably Oliver, start for them. Dylan right Seeley, Jake Ritmahal, Santorinios. Um, Many other guys, Xavier Willis. Let's just go up and down the list. Josh Gerlach in the secondary. There's probably, a lot of guys. Probably all starters right now yeah, for them. Again, Josh Sizing in there. Their defense is not great. But get Kyra Reed. You get all these guys. Cole Jeter from Camp Leno in the secondary too, breaking up every pass. Who could the Warriors use right now from uh, some high school basketball players? Aiden Mahaney. Yeah. Aiden Mahaney, very smooth player. We'll get into him in a little bit. His Use some scoring. Yeah, his, his comeback from injury for Camp Lono. You can use Emmanuel Callis. You can use the Bennett brothers. I'm just naming a lot of Camp Lono guys. Caleb Odin from Dublin. Another great guy. Ryan Beasley, a sophomore at Doherty Valley. Well, there's a lot. Miles Daniels. You know who the Warriors need? Marsalis Robertson. Who? who Clay Thompson. That's who they need. Yeah, they, he compliments Steph perfectly. There's literally no better match for anybody. Yeah. Because these other guys are... When they're running around on the court, they're running into stuff. 
I will never forget Kelly Oubre just sitting there in the corner, standing there right next to Steph as Steph's trying to relocate. I just, that guy. Or what was it, the first or second game of the year? Maybe it was the third game when Draymond's jumping up and down, yelling at guys to finally move around the court, yeah. have some ball movement. It's been a frustrating season for Steph and Draymond. Wardell Curry. Maybe it's time for those guys to find new homes no, so they can chase championships it. somewhere else. Stop. Neither one of them's leaving. Neither one. Why would they leave? They have different timelines than the Warriors' timelines, maybe, too. I'm just trying to stir the pot here. I'm trying to stir the pot. Be devil's advocate for you. So you're just doing what I do? Yeah. How, how does it feel? I don't like it. It's really annoying. So now you find out that you're annoying. I already knew that. <laughs> well, that's good. It's all, it's, self-worth is critical. Self-awareness is critical. Is it my birthday yet? Yeah, your birthday's coming up soon, too. Yeah, and we talked about it on my podcast, on last podcast. But I'm ready for Jordan year. Your Jordan year? Yep. My Draymond Green year. That's what it really was. Yeah, really, yeah. Yeah, it's the Draymond year. So it means I'll do great in Game 7, but I'll be suspended for Game 5. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, don't get suspended. I'll never forget that. He should not have been suspended. No, he shouldn't have been. He didn't do anything wrong. No, LeBron, just the crybaby. LeBron's a... Cry baby. I think that's the way to put it. Not not what I was gonna say, but I can't say the word I was gonna but say. But going back to guys that should join the Warriors, Aiden Mahaney is one of those guys someday. Aiden Mahaney, I'd love to have him in a Golden State Warriors uniform because he has been back with Cambona from two games after an injury and well you can see why he's a four star recruit with a lot of great offers. You go up and down his offer list. He's got Arizona, Hawaii, Northern Arizona, San Francisco, Stanford. Seven points in his opener against Reardon in the win there. Then this last game, beat Miramonte, a top-five matchup when Camp London won 62-48. to 48. He came in seven of Camp London's first 14, 14 points when they go up 14-1. to 1. He had 16 points in that game, three of three from the free throw line, had just a beautiful three, just such a smooth game. He's only a junior. What he and Camp London are doing pretty incredible even without Mahaney Camp Luna was dominating the competition yeah and now now the question comes into are they the best team in the Bay Area I know where they're ranked at right now but when we get to the end of this season towards the end of this month will they still be number one will it be a De La Salle will it be a Mitty? who who will be the top guy, top dog at the end of the season Camp Luna you know I've talked a lot about De La Salle and them losing in football but I'm going to go they play this week. What is it, Tuesday? Yeah, Camp Lundo at De La Salle on Tuesday in basketball. I'm going to make a prediction right now. GMT guarantee. I know we haven't done a lot of predictions for quite as of late, but GMT guarantee De La Salle is not going to be Camp Lundo. De La Salle is not going to be I really be wanted Lundo. to pick him just because I want to, you know, you know me. I like to stir it up just like that, but I, I can't do it. I can't predict it. So De La Salle is just going to hate you even more. I know. De La Salle hates me. I'm sorry. This is I really terrible. Wanted, I wanted to pick De La Salle. I really did. I you you, you have a big lead in for that? Yeah. That was awful. That I was, was awful. I was sitting there. I was like, I really am going to pick De La Salle. And then I was like, I think Camp Lindo is just that good. Yeah, look at Camp Lindo's schedule coming up too. They go to De La Salle Tuesday. Next Wednesday, home against St. Patrick, St. Vincent. 
Later on in the season, they have a home game against Bellarmine on May 22nd. After that, they go to Miramonte, just a loaded schedule, right? Some of these top area teams, like a Bishop O'Dowd's got a crazy schedule. We'll get into theirs in a minute. But De La Salle also has already played Salesian. They played San Ramon Valley twice. They just lost to Bishop O'Dowd in overtime. Then De La Salle's schedule coming up, right? Saturday at Doherty Valley. Tuesday, home against Camp Lindo. Next Friday and Saturday, back-to-back against Dublin. Then Granada's on there. Berkeley's got a new head coach in Mike Hudson. Look at that schedule, right? Okay, there's that. Dublin's another top team. They opened their season tonight against Foothill. I'll be at that game, so check out that coverage at westcoastpreps.com. But they've got a crazy schedule, too, because after Foothill, they play Bellarmine, Doherty Valley, Midi, De La Salle, all in the same week. These Bay Area teams right now are pulling no punches with scheduling, and I love it. If there was an actual North Coast section postseason, all of these teams would be as well-trained for a postseason as anybody in the United States with those schedules. They, You would know what to expect when it comes to Because look at what O'Dowd's schedule too. They played San Leandro. They played Midi. They played Salesian. They played De La Salle. They played St. Joseph's Notre Dame already. They played Alameda tonight. They've got Camp Leno coming up on Saturday on the road. They play Archbishop Reardon in a week. They've still got Piedmont twice this season. I mean... We're going to find out who the best team is, but I still think at the end of the year, Camp Lindo is going to be number one. Did you just say O'Dowd plays Camp Lindo? Yep. What day? Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Yep. Interesting. Heck of a matchup, though. I want to make a prediction. <laughs> yeah, you want, to, you want to make a prediction for that? Yeah. The team that's going to win that game tomorrow. Yeah, make it. Bishop O'Dowd. I would not be shocked if O'Dowd won, but I'll go with Camp Lindo. You know what? I'm going to take it back. De La Salle wins that game, too. Two-game losing streak. So now De La Salle loves you. You're starting to regain their love back 1% at a time. I'm at, like, negative 50 over there. Yeah, you are. <laughs> it's going to take you a are. long time. So I'm going to have you only cover De La Salle games next year to regain their trust. And that's weird. You can't tell me where to go, so I kind of make my own schedule. So if I want to go to De La Salle, I'll go, which I already did this year. So Just saying. Greg's going to go to a lot of pit games, I can already tell. Can we talk about their schedule? And McClyman's schedule? Yeah. There's a lot of schedules going on yeah. right now. Yeah, there are. There's there's a million of them. <laughs> we can get more into scheduling in a little bit, too, because we've really gone off the rails here. <laughs> T- typical day in the West Coast Preps podcast. You, that's why you listen to us, because you don't know where this thing's going, where the train's going. Here's the thing, though. We don't even know where it's going. No, I really don't know There's where no it's script going. for this. No, it's unscripted. That's what makes it so fun. Isn't that like a show by Unscripted? Who who runs that show? Is that LeBron? No. Does he own that? I don't know. That is a show though, right? Yeah. Isn't that an HBO? I thought so. Yeah, I thought that was LeBron's. I might I could be wrong. I know LeBron's some... the one that where they also in the barbershop. Barbershop, right? yeah, that's a good one. I've watched that sometimes. I thought that was not undefeated. Maybe it is unscripted. I don't know. I don't, know, I don't know either. I forgot the name of it. It's Anyways, been a while. Here we are again, just going off to a yes. different tangent. Yes, but Greg, who do you think will be the best team in the Bay Area at the end of the year? Are you going with Bishop O'Dowd? Midi. Midi. Okay, Midi was number three this week. They just had a big one over number two, Bellarmine. So, got to imagine if this holds true, Midi's going to jump up to a top two yeah. spot. Does and Midi depending and Campo on Camp Lindo, depending on the Camp Lindo Bishop O'Dowd result, too. Don't forget about that piece of information. Okay, that could be very interesting 
if Bishwood wins that, then Mitty could jump all the way up to number one. But that's a lot of what ifs. Yeah, Mitty. I saw him play on Tuesday night, Wednesday night, one of these nights. I don't know what days are anymore. Um, Wednesday. They were dominant. I think it was, it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. It was yeah. Wednesday. They were absolutely dominant. I mean, they they struggled a little bit for that first few minutes in the first quarter against Bellarmine, and yeah. Bellarmine kind of went hot, made five threes in like four minutes. But after that, it was all nitty. I mean, that team is absolutely loaded. They have size. They have yep. quick guards that can shoot. I mean, they really have all aspects of the game. Yep. Great defense, inside, outside play. So I I haven't seen Campolendo play yet. So it's hard for me to make these predictions because I think you've seen him play two or three times now. I've seen now. him twice now, yep. Um, I haven't seen him play yet this year. I haven't seen Bishop O'Dowd play. I've seen Bellerman twice. I've seen Mitty now. Um I don't know, so it, it's a little hard for me to make these predictions, but that's why I just stir the pot, you know. I love stirring the pot, though. I enjoy that. I've seen Piedmont. I love Piedmont. JoJo Piedmont's Murphy good. and Luke Harris. Actually, really they good. just got a big thing that came out the other day, too. One of their top players scored 1,000 career points. Luke Harris just won really? over 1,000 career points. That, that's a heck of an achievement. Yep. Yeah. That, that was great for him because yeah. he's been a heck of a player. Though. He's a great player, and so is JoJo Murphy. Yeah. So, I mean, we just talked about a few of these teams. There's a lot of teams that we haven't talked about. Yeah, that's I mean, in the you top look at 10. Bishop O'Dowd's one and I mean, Bishop O'Dowd entered this week, right? These rankings with one win, but you look at their schedule, it's just been crazy because they played Midi, they played Silesian, right? They've just played the Osa, they won that, so they're, they're, they've got two wins now. St. Patrick, St. Vincent just beat Miramonte, who was number four, and St. Pat's was number nine. You look at some of these schedules of these teams. Vanden's a team to watch for. They've got Poltakai, Hardy. They've got Ajanti Miller. They've got a lot of different players. The Newark Memorial had a big one over Merrill Catholic. Dublin opens up its season. And sure, Dublin loses a lot, but, well, Tom Costello, you know his track record as a coach, what he's done there throughout the years, especially this last decade as the Gales head coach, has been phenomenal. They've got the UNR commit, Caleb Odin. You've got their senior or TJ Meager is really going to be taking a big step, it looks like, this season. Authority Valley's got Ryan Beasley. And you go up and down, this is Granada. Went to the NCS Championship game last year and lost to De La Salle there, but they beat De La Salle in the regular season. They bring back Landon Weedenfield. DeAnza's got Royce Batch Jr., really tall prospect. Oakland Tech open to play a season. Just won 27 games last year. San Ramon Valley, sure, you look at their record. Isn't a winning record, but the teams they've lost to, right? They've lost to Piedmont. They've lost to De La Salle. Only so much you can do about that. And they've got Tyler Isaac, and you saw what he did against Piedmont. Yeah, and Tyler Isaac points 40. I think it was 40 against Piedmont. Yeah, he did. Piedmont 40 on points, that yeah, night. You got that right. And it just, he was unstoppable in that game. A lot of great talent. Yeah. I don't know, it's, hard, it's hard to make these predictions. That's why it's going to be such a fun season, though, too. I'm really getting into basketball. This is why next year the GMT guarantees going to go undefeated when I start to learn all these teams a little bit better. I know it's been the long off season. My, my predictions got a little off. Your predictions got a little off? That's okay. Yeah. Everyone gets off sometimes. Yeah. yeah, it was the rust was coming off. We're all rusty sometimes. Yeah. You know, what isn't rusty, though, is that pit when uh, against the Dale South. Sorry, I had, I had to throw it in there. Hate me. So Pitt's sorry. not beating Dale Sal. I'm so sorry, Spartans, but Pitt's not beating Dale Sal. I love are. Pitt, but they're not. They're not beating Dale. I know they're not. I'll debate you that on that again. They're not. Yes, they are. There's Dale Sal. 
one of the next two years. In fact, Dayla could lose to Sarah next year and then Pitt the next year. I just want to see just a three-way playoff between those teams. That's all. Just have a three-way playoff between them. Okay. Let's have a round-robin schedule. Each of them play each other twice, home and away. Then you have the number one seed of those teams. It's a buy in the first round. Then the winner to the two and three game plays number one seed in the championship. It's the best idea you've ever had. I know, right? Let's make that happen. The West Coast Preps playoffs. I like it. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. Where where is it going to be hosted at? Excellent question. You know, let's have it put in Napa at the stadium there, Memorial Stadium. It's a great stadium. You know, one day maybe we'll have our own stadium. Yes, that would be great. Just just a thought that. A lot of stuff in the works. You, know, yes. you never know what West Coast Press may come out with. No, we always got something new, innovative. That's right. You never know. Maybe, maybe just have a double decker Texas style. That's small in Texas. They're gonna start having triple deckers someday. I guarantee yeah, you that yeah, for sure. Yeah. Maybe we'll just do a quadruple decker. Yeah. Why not? Eighty thousand seat high school stadium. Yeah. With a baseball field right next to it as well. Soccer fields. All of the above. Wow. Really getting high tech. Yeah. Like a $400 million complex. A four hundred. Okay, that's... I like that. That's good. Okay, yeah, let's open up a stadium. We'll do that. We'll have the playoff set of that stadium, too. Give me, like, 20 years. That might happen. That's good. Yeah, I like that idea, though. We'll, we'll, get, a, we'll get a stadium in the works. Speaking of other games, Greg, you were at Liberty's game against Antioch for boys basketball. Take me through a recap of that game. Yeah, go through this game. At first, Antioch really decided to hit some big shots and played some good defense early on in the first quarter, but Antioch decided to put on what they called the choke press and full-court press from them. And it got into Antioch's head. Antioch had a hard time getting past half-court. And after the first quarter, Antioch took the lead, and then Connor Boyle decided to take over in the second quarter, hitting four threes as they hit five threes in total in that second quarter. Um, and that's when the route really got started for them and ended up being a big win for Liberty as they moved to 6-1 and one on the season this year. They've been playing pretty well, have a pretty good roster. As you can see, you definitely got some shooters on this team as well. So a big win for Liberty basketball as they moved to 4-0 and in league and 6-1 and one overall on the season. And now they will go play Deer Valley next week as well. So big win for Liberty. Um, Go check out the recap on westcoastpress.com. And another game we were at there, too, yesterday was softball. Top 10 matchup between number 5, Foothill, number 7, Livermore. Foothill coming in really hot. They just beat Amador Valley, another top 10 team. They're in-city rival from Pleasanton, 14 to nothing in Foothill. All it takes is one great pitcher. Obviously, they've got the handy, too, but they've got Maddie Highland. Going to be going to UC Riverside to continue her softball career here soon. Oh, man. She just had 13 strikeouts in this game. A few scary innings in there where Livermore got a couple runners on base, some runners in scoring position, but every time Highland would get strikeouts and lineouts, pop-outs, this is a whole enchilada there. She had 13 Ks. Foothill wins this game 5 to nothing. Kaylin Cavanaugh had three hits, drove in a pair of runs, running Foothill's last two runs of that ball game. Foothill's looking good right now. They're hot. They've won five in a row. They've had three shutouts in the span. These last two games, they've outscored opponents 18 to – actually, 
correction there. They've outscored them 19 to nothing over these last two games because 14 to nothing against Amador, 5 to nothing against Livermore, where Foothill is really hot these last three games because they also beat Dublin last Thursday, 11 to one. These last three games, they've outscored opponents. Well, here you go, 30 to one. Is that good? I would say it's fairly good. I'd say it's pretty, pretty dang good. Yeah, I'd say. And you've got Coach Sweeney leading the way, one of the best coaches you will really say in all of high school athletics in America because of what he did for football at Foothill for years. All those wins, players he won, championships he won in the East Bay Athletic League, and CS championships he won and got to. Doing a great thing in softball up there as well at Foothill. Yeah, I mean, you can't say can't say anything but greatness about Coach Sweeney as he's been doing it forever in football and out in softball. Um, an incredible story, incredible coach. Just, you know, one of those people that just really doesn't matter what sport, he's just an incredible coach. Um, coach of people, right? It doesn't matter what sport, he's going to get the best out of his players no matter what they're playing and what sport they're doing. Um, so an incredible story with Coach Sweeney. Foothill, obviously, one of the, whatever, they're number five, I believe, coming yep. into into this weekend or this week's ranking, so another big win for them over number seven Livermore. Yeah, what a year it's been for Foothill and sports this spring, right? Because football wins yeah. the East Bay Athletic League title. Actually, Greg Hobner, their football head coach, is a softball assistant, having a great year himself. Right. <laughs> Just not, in all sports, bad. right? Yeah, when you win the East Bay Athletic League, you beat Livermore in that championship game. A whole bunch of just winning Foothill's doing. They're definitely one of the better sports schools this year. You look at it like a Camp London, Pittsburgh, De La Salle, Santa Monica Valley, so many great ones that are going on this year. Something we'll also do at the end of the year. We'll announce the best sports school of the year too. I'll have some fun with that. So you know, you I guys didn't are, even know that. I just thought of that in the spot. Uh-huh. I, I, a great idea. Actually. Yeah, actually, yeah, the the West Coast Preps School of the Year. I like it. Do that. Yeah, that'll be a great one. That'll be a good one. Yeah, that will be. Yeah. There's, well, there's a lot of schools fighting for that. So we'll announce finalists later once the school year is over. All the sports are over, then we'll announce the winner. Yeah, the, the best school is. Wow, the look you just gave me. <laughs> uh, the disappointment. I haven't even named a school yet. I feel like I know where this is going. Who? I don't, don't want to say. Tell me. I don't, I'm not, Tell me. I'm not gonna Tell know. me. Tell me. They just walked off yesterday. Pittsburgh? Against Heritage. Pittsburgh? Yeah, maybe. Hey, they're not just a football school. Baseball, too. Yeah, we saw that on Twitter. Yeah, that was that was a good tweet. Pittsburgh's really good at baseball now too. You gotta love what they've done. That coaching staff's done in that city to really get baseball on the map too. Because Pittsburgh baseball having one of its best seasons ever. They've got a few guys going to the next level too. Yeah, uh, good team over there for sure. Yes, it is. And we've got some more big games this week. I know also Wednesday too. There was some baseball. I was at San Ramon Valley against Doherty Valley. Jared Never is the San Ramon Valley pitcher. Also an outfielder. Phenomenal game on the mound. Didn't give up any earned runs in that game. The only run San Ramon Valley gave up was unearned. They won that game 3-1. San Ramon Valley's won 12 out of its last 13. Never is. Had a great interview with him. We'll have his story up on the website soon, just a feature story about him. Actually, had a learning disability growing up. Overcame all that, become a fantastic student-athlete at San Ramon Valley. And he's going to be playing college baseball here in a couple years at San Diego State. He's committed to be an Aztec. He's got a 0.83 ERA this season. San Ramon Valley's corner infielders made some big plays. Yeah, Jeffrey Camber had a great day offensively. Noah Garcia got his bat back in there. Just a lot of great pieces at San Ramon Valley Baseball. It's making them one of the hottest teams in this entire region. What they've done has just been phenomenal. They started off the year slow, but they knew they were better than that. They regrouped. 
and the Wolves. You're looking at just East Bay Athletic League baseball. We mentioned it time and time again, but what's going on out there? Greatness. Yeah, as always. I mean, Salem Valley might be one of the best stories of the year. Yes. This year as they've gone from really struggling in the first week or two weeks to winning how many have they won 12 now? out of the last 13 okay 12 of the last 13 absolutely insane yeah um and they just continue to win the one that only loss came to de la salle i believe which they ended and up they, splitting that series well they shut out de la salle two of those games two of the games okay. yeah and they shut out, and that was the first time de la salle had been shut out in more than half a decade yeah and De La Salle has been a top five team nationally over these last few years. I mean, De La Salle right. consistently always one of the best teams. They um, always have kids going in the top five rounds of the draft recently, too. And true. look at what San Juan Valley's doing. They've got a great pitching staff. They've got just, I mean, those corner infielders, Blake Jacobs at third, Noah Garcia at first. The amount of plays they made Wednesday, Noah Garcia hustle plays to chase foul balls, pop outs was phenomenal. Picking up balls in the dirt for throws to first. Blake Jacobs at third. Looks like Eric Chavez back in the day when he was oh, in Oakland. Yeah, I haven't heard that game right? in a long time. I know, time. my favorite player growing up. It reminded me of him, just all the gold glover at third base, Blake Jacobs. You know what? Those plays he was making were great. Defense was a win. Championships. Yeah. I mean, give give credit to the coaching staff. I went to their very first game, and they made some you know errors in that game. They, they didn't play to their best abilities, as you can see now after winning 12 of the last 13. So give credit to the coaching staff over the SRV. They've definitely got this team ready to play and playing some great baseball. Yes, they are. So that was a big game. And another one you were at, too, another top 25 matchup. You saw Palo Alto against Los Gatos baseball. The last time those two teams played, tough loss for Palo Alto, right? Lost to Los Gatos 17-5, right. to five, but looks like Palo Alto's back on track. Yeah, no, it was definitely uh, kind of almost a revenge game for them as they lost in what was considered a non-league matchup in that first game. Kind of got blown out there, but then they kind of responded and blew out Los Gatos in this one. And what was a really good game early on, um, you know, start, tied at two after the first two innings. All of a sudden, Palo Alto started getting some big hits, a couple two RBI base hits, a two RBI double, um, and the hits just kept on piling up and eventually ended up being a 10-2 win against a great performance um, by their pitching staff, giving up just the two runs in the second inning. But one incredible game, and the matchup is, or the rematch, I should say, and the tiebreaker for this season series is going to be this Friday, today, actually. So, looking forward to seeing who will end up winning that one, as both teams have had a blowout. So, I'm going to expect this one to be probably a close game, a nail biter going down to the end. Yeah, you're going to imagine both of these teams' rivals, also, right? Los Gatos and yes. Palo Alto, big rivals in rivals. sports. Yep. Palo Alto's not number two in the Bay Area baseball. They've really jumped up these rankings, and there's going to be more shifting because St. Francis just took its series from Valley Christian. This yeah. week, St. Francis won on Tuesday when I was there, 7-2. to two. Wyatt Kane, Johnny Tarantino, all those guys, big days with multiple hits. This Friday then, game for Palo Alto, if yeah. they win it, possibly could be the new number one team. <laughs> it's crazy what's going on in baseball. The Bay Area high school baseball is a different beast. Yeah, no, it, it's oh, it's a lot of fun. You can tell all the talent. I mean, you see all the guys in the big leagues that are in that are from the Bay Area, from Northern California. This is kind of a, almost a hub for I mean, Bay Area and I was just at San Juan Valley's field on Wednesday, right? You see all the guys they've had out of their field. Jerseys, the right field fence win, Sheerholtz, yeah. right next to each other. Two great giant players. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they, they keep coming through. They keep rolling through. And, you know, Mark Hanna, Kevin Franson, and we were just talking about that. The Bellarmine had their right. wall up there. Um, I know Los Gatos had a long list of guys that played in the major leagues, I didn't get a chance to take a look at it, but I mean that list was long as well. So you go to every single campus around this area, and there's someone from there that's 
Vaughn and played well. And I mean, Livermore's got one baseball. of the best ever from Randy Johnson, right? Barry Bonds, Sarah, the greatest player yeah, to ever right? play. There's so many just from this area. It's you've got Ricky Henderson from the city of Oakland. Yeah. I mean, how many guys? Piscotti. Yeah, Stephen Piscotti, Amador Valley, yeah. right up the road. Exactly. All the things. Brandon Crawford. I mean, we... Foothill, also their quarterback back in the day too. And that's right. I mean, you know, like I said, you can go to every single team, and you're probably going to find some sort of Bay Area product somewhere in that organization. No, it's amazing. Every single game you go to, pretty much, you're always hearing about a couple of kids that are hearing from pro scouts that are getting scouted. Mm-hmm. We just talked to the El Cerrito kid not too long ago. Yeah, we'll have his story up on the website next week. Phenomenal life story about him. Actually, was telling me his father's in prison right now, right? And this kid, happiest kid I've ever met, one of the nicest kids, smart kid, really great leader, still talks to his dad all the time, so that's really great stuff to hear. He just his mother's done so much for him too his father's really motivated him throughout these years and he's going to be playing baseball at uc berkeley going to get a berkeley education and if he doesn't he decides to get drafted and get paid a lot of money he's winning at the end of the day too so that's true what what's his projection right now top third 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 to fifth round round is the way it's going right now great outfielder yeah just saw him in practice too so much time actually next week they've got a big game too they're playing american canyon on tuesday who's also got someone else who's projected to go in the top few rounds of the draft like I said, everywhere you look, there is some sort of college prospects, yep. MLB talent everywhere in every single roster. Yes, there is. Basically. So, yeah. I mean, you just look at Granada. They got the Josh Morano, the sophomore, I believe, who's going to – or is committed, I should say, to Arizona. You know, so, yeah. I mean, you look at everywhere. There, there's some sort of talent on that every single baseball field in the Bay Area. Yeah, Kyle's got a couple of guys. They've got Nick Bronzini going to Arizona, Raul Fabian Jr. going to Long Beach State. Foothill, I mean, they, Foothill has the guy going to... Uh, you got Matt Ager going to UC Santa Barbara, you, great pitcher. You've got Nathan Shin, another pitcher, going to go to San Francisco State. It, you know what? I could We can mention college kids for days, honestly, Yeah. especially yeah. in baseball. Baseball, softball, some of these sports out here really... Some, mm-hmm. Probably the best in the country you could make a really strong argument for. I, I would say so. Yeah. I would I would say North, Northern California, right, because you even have the Elk Groves yep. and Roseville, and you go down to that area, and will be talent all over the place. Yep, and Elk Groves had a lot of baseball talent throughout the year. So Sacramento, mm-hmm. that region, you've seen Stockton's getting even better at sports these last few years too. So it's – Tracy's had some actually get, kids get drafted as well. Yeah. So there's a lot. There's like a I lot said, I, it's not just the Bay Area when it comes to baseball. It's all of Northern California. Yeah, it really is. So, what else? I don't know. We've got some big games this weekend. We'll actually be a Dublin season opener for basketball against Foothill tonight. I mentioned that earlier. That's going to be fun. Camp Lundo plays Bishop O'Dowd Saturday. We'll also be at some AAU basketball this weekend, too. Yeah, we'll start and get the there. AAU scene as well. I'll be there in Redwood City tomorrow with the Foundry Center. Check out some AAU hoops there. Sunday morning, I'll be at some quarterback collective event. And I'll, of course, be celebrating Mother's Day with my mother. So, happy Mother's Day to all the great mothers out there. Help make our lives better. So, yep. shout out to all the beautiful mothers that make this world a happy place. 100%. I will uh, also be celebrating Mother's Day, but slash my birthday. Yeah, so you, your falls I'll be a little time. quiet this weekend. No, no game coverage for me this weekend. Yeah, I'll be at some games, people. So, don't worry. I will still yeah. be out there. We'll still have coverage. Yeah, no, no don't worry. Need Even to if worry. someone's on vacation, we're always here for you kids. I'll be back next year. Gravely, it's his birthday. Celebrating his Draymond year. Not Jordan, but Draymond. Yeah. I'd rather have a Draymond year than a Jordan year. Yeah. What has Jordan done? He's only 6-0 in the finals. Only maybe the greatest yeah. of all time. What's 6-0 in the finals? That doesn't even make sense. 
What do you play for? You play for money, right? Draymond has more money. Look at his last name, Green. Draymond, money, Green. This is our argument. This is our argument. Yeah, that that wraps it up. The 79th episode of the West Coast Preps <laughs> podcast is finished, everybody. Wish Greg a happy birthday. You can find him on Twitter. I'm sure most of you follow him now, so I don't need to give his handle on there anymore. Wow. But you can subscribe to our YouTube page for all of our interviews. Podcasts are up there. You can also follow all of our work on social media, West Coast Preps underscore, and check out all of our stories and content at westcoastpreps.com.